welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. <clears throat> All right. Somebody give me a sound check. Somebody give me a sound check. I think I have one more tweak. I think the threshold is still. I think the threshold is too hot. Audio. Yeah, I think. Too hot. Oh, is that better? Oh. Okay, so it's not the thresher. Not the compressor threshold gotta be the threshold oh I think I fixed it I fix it okay Lord okay uh, yeah 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 I think I fixed it okay noise gate threshold cheesy peach what's happening I sound good yeah all right all right shout out to the veterans they're the reason why I didn't have to go to work today Shout out to veterans for allowing me not to have to go into work today. Yeah. Hey, listen. We have a lot to cover. We have a lot to cover. I sound good singing. Damn what you talk about. We have a lot to cover tonight, y'all. A lot, lot. A lot, lot. Like, for real. A lot. Okay. Hey, hey, time's up. You did your job. Get you a body. <laughs> time's up. You did your job. Time to get you a body here, Eric Adams. I still had to work. Uh oh. Oh, it's the Marines' birthday today. Vet day tomorrow. Oh, well, then, yeah, they, well, then the school district was like, you know. Hey, you know what, Chaz? I'm glad you, you mentioned that because. I forgot this, this guy took over, um, wait a minute, black Marine general. And I didn't see anybody talk about him. Like this is a big deal, right? Black Marine. He just recently got promoted to, yeah, this guy here, Michael Langley. Right. I'm late, but, um, I didn't see anybody like this is a big deal. So U.S. Marine Corps General Michael, Michael E. Langley was promoted to the rank of general on August 6, 2022. So 43 years we go from our first uh, African-American general to now our first. Yeah, I didn't know this is this is a big deal. Uh, Langley was joined by friends and family. Uh, Langley born in Shreveport, grew up in a variety of military bases as a child before settling Texas. Served in the Marine Corps for 37 years and saw his promotion as assigned to others 
that Marine Corps services reward those who work hard to achieve their goals. So yeah, he's the big dog. He is the big dog. And I'm a year late for this. I feel bad, but shit, I didn't I I didn't see anybody uh you know what I'm saying? Nobody really talk about this dude like that. He is the Marines Corps first black four-star general. This is a big deal. This is a big effing deal. Okay. Yeah, four-star general. He's 74. Oh, no, one of 74. I'm sorry. One of 74 Marines that have held four-star rank, but they were tombstone generals. They were they were promoted uh, imposthumously. He's the first one to do it while alive. Wow, Surf Knight. Okay, that's Holcomb. They, that, okay, okay, okay. These are all the other ones. Okay, 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 okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's a big deal. Well, you know, yeah, the Marines need to work on the, the racial thing. It is pretty bad because I haven't seen too many former. Um, I've seen too many videos with former black Marines and like the white, the white Marines will like critique their critiques of the Marines. And even the white dudes are like, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, that's not good. Work on that. Yeah, he's not light skinned. It's a big, a very big deal. Very big deal. Shout out to him. But yeah, y'all, y'all need to work on that though. All right, Hi Chief, what's happening? Listen, Hi Chief, the effery for tomorrow's watch party is all due to you. All praises to you, sis. Okay. All right. Like I said, I got a lot to cover tonight. A lot to cover tonight, and um. We're going to get through it. I'm not going to rush through it, but we're going to get through it. So where shall I start? You know what? Let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. I think is this is this Eric Adams's time? Was he just brought in to do what he was supposed to do? And are they going to get him a body here? Eric Adams. <laughs> I'm about to get your ass up out of here, bro. I guess job well done. I don't know. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, God damn. <laughs> hey, hey, this is crazy. This is crazy. Monday, the FBI approached the mayor and asked for his electronic devices. Two sources familiar with the matter say the mayor turned over two cell phones and an iPad and later turned over additional electronic devices. The mayor issued a statement saying he's done nothing wrong. As a former member of law enforcement, I expect all members of my staff to follow the law and fully cooperate with any sort of investigation. Mm -hmm. And I will continue to do exactly that. I have nothing to hide. The search warrant for the mayor's phones comes after the FBI searched the Crown Heights home of top campaign fundraiser, Brianna Suggs. Investigators in part, looking into possible campaign donations tied oh. to a construction firm KS. And you know how small this world is. I got somebody that works in security detail. 
I know I got somebody that's, that's pretty close to me that works in security detail. I'm not saying shit else. SK and its ties to Turkey. A source familiar with the matter says late last week, it was the mayor and his lawyers who turned over information about additional wrongdoing, separate and apart from the campaign finance investigation. One of the mayor's lawyers says it was discovered that an individual had recently acted improperly. In the spirit of transparency and cooperation, this behavior was immediately and proactively reported to investigators. Officials not saying what the additional wrongdoing might be, but they say it is separate from the questions of whether foreign money from Turkey was improperly donated to the mayor's election campaign. Officials familiar with the matter say the FBI was perhaps going to seek the mayor's phone Sunday during his appearance at the marathon. But the search executed on Monday as he was with his security detail near NYU as he was about to enter his SUV. Earlier this week, the mayor was asked about the criminal investigation. I would be shocked if someone states that our campaign coordinated in illegal behavior. No criminal charges have been filed by the feds as this investigation is ongoing. Spokesman for the FBI and Justice Department declined to comment. Listen, they don't even need to file charges, bro. Just the stink of this alone is, is enough. <laughs> they don't need to they don't need to file charges. <laughs> Golly, bruh. Okay. Okay, I mean shit. I don't know, y'all. That's ugly. The last thing you want is the is the fed snooping around, even if you didn't do shit. Nobody wants to fit snooping around. All right. Let me get to this next article. Then we're going to get to some clips. Does anybody care about Homeboy for Dove Shack? Does anybody care? Uh, this man was 52 years old. I keep trying to tell y'all hip hop going out hella bad. This man was 52 years old, taking off life support. What, what was his affliction? Let's I'm I'm curious. Let's see, fellow Dove Shack member Bo Rock. Uh, let's see, this is like Effie Nightmare. I swear this shit heard different. And I don't want to talk about shit to nobody. So <clears throat> please just let me be and pray for us. Okay, well, C Knight. Oh, C Knight was hospitalized on October 18th due to complications from diabetes. It gets worse. Subsequently, his heart stopped after suffering a stroke before being resuscitated and placed on life support. Stop playing with me. I am no health expert, but I know enough. Hey, is old girl still mad at me for what I said about homeboy stroke? Y'all worried about these women. Y'all can't even make it pack to make it to 60. Y'all motherfuckers ain't living to, ain't living to 60. Going out hella bad. The MC's father told TMZ his family was optimistically awaiting the results of an MRI that would show any notable brain activity. They took him off life support. He wasn't coming back from this. 
wasn't coming back from this. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> Boy, it's a cold world out here. <laughs> it's a cold world out here. <laughs> Y'all remember Dub Shack? This the song "Summertime" in the LBC. That's Warren G. People. I'm getting. I'm. I'm getting close. Hey, listen. I'm good. I'm not worried about. It. I know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I know what afflictions I have. I ain't tripping. Yeah, so though, for those who don't know this guy, yeah, they, remember this the this the song Summertime in the LBC. This was Warren G's people. Alright. I, I appreciate that, but you know what? Niggas ain't gonna listen. I ain't shit. Listen. If if I go, it's gonna be quick and painless. Alright. Ain't gonna be no suffering. And not, not gonna be all that living with bad health. Nah, we're not gonna do this. You know? I'm gonna go out like motherfucking uh homeboy from Godfather, just sit in the chair, just slump over. That's how I'm going out. <laughs> Ain't gonna be no long illness. Oh, he put up a good fight. Nah, we're not gonna do all that. Ain't gonna be no slob put up a good fight. No, 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 no. We're not gonna do all that. <laughs> You're not gonna own Ninja territory. That's okay, cause this motherfucker's like ten years younger than me, already on their way out. Shit. But anywho, um, yeah, yeah, the Dove Shack, y'all. Summertime in the LBC. <laughs> yeah, it was like a one. I can't even call it a one-hit wonder. He had one verse. Oh no. See, I'm gone. CJ Jermaine's is gonna ruin it for everybody. See, can we can't we can't go to nice places because Jay Jermaine don't know how to act in public. Jay Jermaine don't want to act right in public. Always want to be loud and you know hit on the waitress, make her feel uncomfortable, doing all that stuff. Talking about what time you get off work tonight. What's what's your IG? <laughs> JJ may be like, hey, what's your IG? <laughs> I'm trying to see something. <laughs> see, there you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. You never heard of it? Yes, you have. Uh, matter of fact, okay. I I'll, I'll do you a solid. Hold up. Yeah, you've heard this song before. Yes, you have. Hold up, hold up. Summertime in the LBC. You've heard this song before. Yes, you have. You may have heard it in passing, but you've heard this song before. I'll just play the hook because that's the only thing we, we care about the song. Hold up. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, you've heard this song before. From the LBC, all of the hoes wanna kick it with me. Cause I run with Warren G. Praise your weed, busters, and G. Water Bloom Fighters. Yeah, you've heard this. You've heard this song before. Where's the hook? Give me the hook. Give me the hook. Give me the hook. Oh. Wait, give me the hook. Give me the hook. Give me the hook. Give me the hook. I'm looking for the hook. Oh. 
heard this song before. You've heard this song before. Larry Loved and I don't know, you must have been born in 2015. I don't know. If you're over 40, you've heard this song before. Okay. Yes, you have. If you're over 40, you've heard this song before. Without question. You've never heard this, really? It's not a bad song. Wow, she said, I never heard this shit before. God damn. Okay, well, shit. I, mean, I guess you and you and Jay Jermaine gonna stay home because y'all don't know how to act when we go outside. Okay. All right, let's get to these. Don't ring a bell. Are you serious? Wow, maybe in the wet, bruh. Anybody that had any ties to Snoop, this was this is doggy style, like right after what you've heard this song before. You've heard this song before, well, you should have. You should have, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, every she was on MTV. It was on Rap City. What are we, bitch? What y'all talking about? All right, you must have been born in 2015. You must, you, you, you must have been born in 2015. And then, hi, chief. Your excuse is I don't know. But anybody that said I never heard it before, bro, you must have been born in 2015. Okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's doggy style. You've heard this record before. I can't, I, I can't speak for high chief. High chief was somewhere out there. I don't know. All right, let's get these clips. I got a bunch of clips. Shit is wild out here, yo. It's crazy, son. Yo, shit's mad great. Exactly. He was born in 2016. Jeez, I was just joking. I was just joking, bro. But you legit born in 2016. <laughs> the jokes just write themselves. This is hilarious. Okay. All right, first clip. You know what? Where do I go with this? Where do I go with this? Where do I go? Okay, you know what? Let's let's upset some people. This is an irritating clip, but I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at this. Wait, I was born in the late 19. You know what? Okay, let's go. Well, I'm here now. And I'm honestly, I'm not understanding why everybody making a big deal. Y'all told us if we don't want the kids, bring them to the fire station. Child, she only did what y'all told her to do. Now, we all know men cannot get away with this. We get it. Once again, the reason why women are allowed to do what they do with children and their bodies is because the Supreme Court said because they carry the child, they get the benefit of the doubt until the Supreme Court changes that ruling it will always be this way it will always be their body their choice always you're gonna have to pressure the supreme court to say y'all need to revisit this this is some bullshit okay until then it will never change let's go i don't want the kid yes it's been three days but the baby don't look like my boyfriend that's not his child 
I didn't know all that. I didn't read all. I didn't see all that. Oh Lord, no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Ooh. Ooh shoot. Ooh damn. Son, let's go. You think I'm finna get broken up with to let him know that this child is not his? No, ma'am. I love the baby. I do, but. I why y'all, everybody, like, what's, I, I don't get what's going on. The baby is, it looks, it looks Asian. The oh, sis. If the baby looks a So who are you? Oh. Where's Maury when I need him? Daddy is Chinese. My boyfriend is black. You get what I'm saying? No, I wasn't finna leave my man for that. So the baby had to come here. Are we good? Yes, ma'am. Wait, so this is a skit? This is not real? Wait, so this is a skit? Wait, 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 wait. This is a skit? This ain't real? See, I hate, I hate y'all for I hate black people with the internet. See, only black people do dumb shit like this. Okay, never mind. All right, let's get to something real that I can confirm. <laughs> Strike that from the record, y'all. Let me do something that I can personally confirm. Jeezy Pete. I hate black folks with the internet, y'all. Oh. Okay, let's go football. Let's go football. Pontiac's in the house. Okay. Scripted play, yes or no? This was the... Who is this? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Chiefs versus Denver, right? Chiefs versus Denver. Is this a scripted play? Because what's going to happen is homeboy's gonna come up to <laughs> to for the tackle, but then doesn't tackle the quarterback. She has a whole channel for real. <laughs> she got she got me that shit. <laughs> hey, I thought she, it seemed pretty real. I hey, that's that's okay. I'll edit all this shit. Not to worry. Not to worry. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Is this a scripted play? We're going to walk this down on my, on my linebacker, guys. Wait, wait, wait. Now, there's the first line. You see the, fir uh, the, the first down. You see the first down. First downs in yellow. First downs in yellow. Okay. As the safety comes up. Okay. Now, you see the guy. To, he, he, he has a, re a receiver to his right side. The first down is right there. But yet he goes to the to possible receiver. He's protecting the pitch. Why are you worried about the pitch? Even if he pitches the ball off, where's dude going to go? Why not just make the tackle on the quarterback? He, he's, he's either going to slide or even if he did pitch it off, he has nowhere to go. Am I wrong? I'll let the play. I'll let it play out first. I'll let it play out first. I'll let it play out first. Y'all tell me is this is this the right play? You let him get the you let him get the first down. What are we doing? Why would you? You had help. He had help. Where was he gonna go if if, if you went for the tackle? Even if he pitched it off, where's the where's homeboy gonna go? But he's he he made him. But he turned into a runner. Why would they be afraid to hit him? 
Come on, y'all. All of them DBs and safeties, linebackers, middle linebackers. All y'all played this sport. Come on, man. Why didn't he just tackle Mahomes? Look at where the first down is. It's right there. Fuck it. I'm going to go hit the quarterback. Because if he pitches it off, dude ain't going nowhere. Where's he going to go? <laughs> yeah, where's he going to go? You're, you're protecting the pitch this deep into the this deep into the in, in, into this close to the, to the first down. I'm not a football savant, but I know enough. I played my little two years in high school. I know enough. I got friends in the NFL. They're all defensive guys. I know enough. Okay. All right. Vic Alate with Buffalo. Um, the white boy, the fullback, he went to, uh, oh, where did he go to? I forget. Right. And then my man, Aaron Williams, he went to Arizona at a Wale, went to Miami, then Chicago. I went to school with these guys. Okay. I went to school with these guys. Matter of fact, this was back in the day when Adewale had the motherfucking Isuzu Trooper. No, it wasn't a Trooper. No. Okay, so it was like the Isuzu and the Honda were the same truck, different names. This is how back in the day I go back with these guys, right? What did he have? It wasn't Isuzu, but it was the one truck that everybody wanted for the summer. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Does anybody remember that truck? It was a Honda and it was an Isuzu, right? Same make and model, just they just switched out the badging, but everybody wanted them joints for the summer. It was the Isuzu something though. It was the Isuzu version of the Honda Passport. He had that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the rodeo. Yeah, the Isuzu rodeo. That's how far back I go with these guys. Okay? Nah, it was the rodeo. It was the rodeo. All right, all right. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, get back to this play real quick before I move on. Nah, it wasn't the Samurai. It was the rodeo. It was the rodeo. The uh, the Suzuki. There was a Suzuki Samurai. That shit was small. Nah, his shit was... It was the rodeo because the rodeo was the, the exact same as, as the Honda Passport. They just switch out the badging. But he, he had a fresh-ass motherfucking Isuzu. Yeah. Adewale Ogunleye. <laughs> I didn't know nothing. I knew nothing about Nigeria and princes and none of that shit. Like, he was my first um, introduction into, into African culture. Because none of us grew up. We didn't know nothing about him. He, he just, matter of fact, Adewale was like an heir. He was an heir to whatever country he was from. Like, he was a legit heir. You know? But he never... Like, he never put that on people like that. You know what I'm saying? So, he never went around calling himself, I'm Prince Adewale. You know, he was cool. They was all cool as fuck. We were all young. And um, some some of my best memories w- with those guys. Aaron, Benyard, uh, rest in peace to uh, Euronimo Sirocco. He was from he was from the Bronx. Euronimo, he was a Puerto Rican from the Bronx. Um, Victor Alate. Uh, 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 who, who's the fucking wide receiver that's the coach down there at Pittsburgh Rand, Antoine Randall L like I'm in I'm there with these dudes right you know what I'm saying and I remember Adewale had hurt his knee right before the draft I remember how he was so scared and worried about losing you know falling out of draft status and all that shit so um 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, these are all defensive guys. And hit my little ass in, in the mix of this shit. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off. I'm getting off track. I'm sorry. Run this play back again. Y'all tell me if this ain't, if the fix ain't in. There's the, you see the first down. There's no pitch to protect. Where is he going to go if he pitches the ball? And you got help from the other guy coming from the right side anyway. So go after the quarterback. Go after the quarterback. Because there's, there's number 23 right there. Y'all. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this happens with every team, just not the, G the Chiefs. I'm just saying, why are they not making plays on the quarterback? Why would you give up the first down? You know? But you, yeah, you can't touch Mahomes. You can touch A. You know what? Yeah, he's out the pocket. I, I agree. I agree. All right, all right. I'm not crazy. Earbus told him to take him. <laughs> told him to take <laughs> Hey. Hey. If you see it, I see it. That's for damn sure. I, I just I just saw that play. I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. We're back on this shit again. All right. Okay. So, so many things to cover. But we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. Okay, let me delete this. Move the trash. Okay, what should I go with next? Who is this? You know what? Wait, 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 wait. All right, I want to save some of this. Okay, what is this? Who is this? Dash cam? Okay, get out of here. These damn skits. Yo, I, I'm sick of, of black folks with the, with the, with the skits. It's, it's, it's working my nerves. All right. Let's go a little sec. Let's go down to sex worker town. Let's go to sex worker town. Now, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Wait, let me tell you how these telegram groups. Oh, oh, before I get into this. So remember the teacher that was fired for having an OnlyFans account? Does anybody remember that story? What high school I went to. And what the, why would I tell you that? What kind of question is that, bruh? What, what does it matter what high school I went to? You, what, I was lying about these guys I know? What do you, come on, who, who asks questions like these, man? Get the fuck out of here, dude. All right, does anybody remember the white blonde teacher that was fired from her job for having an OnlyFans? Yes, no, in passing, possibly, right? Okay, Nick remembers her. Guess who she did a scene with? Guess who she did a... She was the blonde chick with the glasses. Okay, you know what? Let's go look her up. I got you. Hold up. Let me go look her up so I can get everybody context. This is not going to be long, but... uh, Teacher fired. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, this woman here. The glasses. She dyed her hair blonde. She's a blonde now, right? Guess who she did a scene with not too long ago? Guess who she did a scene with not too long ago? Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess 
who this teacher that was fired for having an OnlyFans did a scene with. She did a scene with Adam 22 and his wife, Lena the Plug. That's right. That's right. I just seen that shit today in the Telegram group. Telegram is popping right now. Listen, Telegram, Twitter. I can't tell. <laughs> Telegram and Twitter, like neck and neck. I just, you know what I'm saying? All right, let's get, let's get back to this. Let's get back to this right here. Let's get back to this. Now, I thought this was a skit effort, but come to find out, this mofo did go to high school with this broad. Wait, 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 wait. I had a high school crush back in the day, you know, back before, you know, everything started flowing for me, everything started glowing up, you know, and all of that. And um, a girl that I really, really liked back then, um, but it was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't the person that you see right now today. So, um, but I still, I still liked it regardless. So I'm here today to. <laughs> let's go let's go let's go <laughs> let me shoot my shot really? i'm a way different person now somebody from your high school this is her this is her okay <laughs> hey wait Wait, I, I thought it was a skit too. I too thought it. No, it it's real. <laughs> it's real. Reached out to us and said that they've always had a crush on you, um, and they wanted to shoot their shot right here on the fan bus. Do you have any guesses of who it could be? I would assume some football guys. I um Beck, um, Caleb. Um, Jordan. Jordan. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so it's actually not any of them. So what about me? What about me all the time? Oh my God. It's... Oh my God. How are you? What's, What's going on? I missed you. Oh. Look, baby, you knew me way back then as a kid, but now I'm a man. And you know, it's been way too long. It's been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. I think me and you are gonna be good together. You think so? I know so, baby. Mm -hmm. Let me think about it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Ask me why did their scene pop up in the Telegram group? <laughs> Telegram, if you're not there and you're not in these groups, I don't know what to tell. You're not part of the cool gang. I don't know what to tell you. I just watched this bullshit. <laughs> I just watched this bullshit earlier today. Sorry. Ay. 
I'm sorry. I'm sweating and shit. I got the heat on like a dumbass. Man, let me go turn this heat off. Let me go turn this heat off. Hold up. Uh, <laughs> hey, I was waiting for the Mario, the Mario jump sound Boing! when he when he when he popped up over the motherfucking bench. All right, all right, let's continue. We're going down the sex worker street. We are going down the sex worker street. Where do I go? Which avenue we're gonna take? Mm -hmm. right, we're there now. I mean, we're y'all. We here. We here. Let's go. Okay. If anybody cares, just for context. Now, Bad Baby is top tier when it comes to her OnlyFans. I believe her and Camilla Winbush. Camilla Winbush is from the Bernie Mac show. Um. <laughs> Roz, thank you for the toy on the cash. <laughs> All right. Bad baby pretty much is top tier. She is the apex predator on, on OnlyFans. This is how much she was making a month in 2021. Okay. This is how much she was making a month on OnlyFans not going full nude right she'll wear see-through stuff sheer stuff lace stuff Camilla Winbush does the same thing she won't go total nude but she'll wear see-through sheer lace this is how much <laughs> bad baby was making in 2021 a month y yes Nessa <laughs> yes Nessa Nessa yeah Nessa's OnlyFans is Anywho, but this is how much homegirl. Okay, this is bad baby. Remember how the, everybody was waiting for her to turn eighteen for her to open the open the account, and that first year was just that first month she uh, was already, you know, ri ridiculous. I, I'm just saying, don't don't turn your nose up on this. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay, let me get back. Let me, uh. <laughs> All right. Let's go down, back down Sex Worker Avenue. Back to Sex Worker Avenue. Okay. The adult industry, babe, like, I need to let people understand. I've seen rape, like I have seen abuse, I've seen fucking, I remember like my first um, scene where I was going to do um, my first anal scene and Well y'all see the fear in this woman's eyes, this woman is still scared <clears throat> Let's continue um, I was downstairs 
and there was a girl doing her scene. She'd just come back after a little while. About three or four guys, I think it was, battering her. And she was shitting herself everywhere, man. It was... And they were laughing about it. There was, like, rabbit droppings on the floor again. Like, I'm just about to do my first scene, you know? Okay, so what they normally don't tell you is for the women that normally that do the, the anal scene, you're supposed to do an enema before, or a night before, or, like, a few hours before. So to, to avoid the anal leakage, you're supposed to do an enema before. But let's continue. Let's continue. I mean, 19-year-old girl, and I literally shit myself babe i was like oh my god and it's not pretty you got to do these things called enemas and do do uh, douches like where you've got to stick things up you to get it all out do you know what i mean like it's it's not very nice um and then you know the whole um violating um divine feminine energy you know like it's a sacred exchange babe you know what i mean like sex now like we know that it's a, a sexual exchange but then the way that it's so abusive, like it, it's mad. But anyway, I went to do my scene and I was so scared because I a fucking pure white bed and all this. And I'm just like, oh my God, you know what I mean? The worst things are going through my head, babe. And um, I remember the guy who I was working with and it sounds weird, but he was like, can everyone leave the room? Because he was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm really nervous because it's my first one. And um, luckily he'd worked with girls that had done their first scenes like that before. And he was like, um, everyone leave the room. And he was just trying with me and I was in so much pain, babe. And he was just like, don't worry, we'll sort it. And then the camera rolled and I'd, um, it was so painful that the guy asphyxiated me um, to the point of me passing out. I don't watch any of my stuff back, um, but I know I passed out on that scene. Good grief, okay. Let's continue. So he would have been fucking basically someone who was unconscious. And I remember coming back to after like, like you know, coming back and it, I don't know how many minutes it was, but when I did come back, I remember looking at him and I was like, oh, like this. And I was just like, whoa, do you know what I mean? But you can't, you can't stop. You just carry on with the scene. And I remember after like literally babe, like grabbing him and being like, thank you. Like for fucking asphyxiating me. I'm just like, what the fuck? Because that's the kind of mindset you have, babe. You are thank you are thanking people for stopping you from pain and you're not realizing that you're in pain. <laughs> and you're just kind of like diminishing yourself and pushing yourself more to levels. And there's girls that will do bigger levels than you, babe. And if you don't do them levels, you won't get booked. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that, 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 that's true. Um, shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I this is not new to me, but you know, this may be new to a, a bunch of people that are not well versed in how that industry gets down and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Okay, are, are we still back down to sex worker, <laughs> sex worker avenue? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, you know what? Yeah, like, I like this. <clears throat> Shout out to Leslie Jones. Shout out to Leslie Jones. She said some real shit today. Um, well, basically, you know, if she's too, if she's so tight and she can't relax, she's going to be tight down there too and you can't get the scene done or it's going to ca cause her a lot of pain. So I, I guess in the best ways is the best that he 
he put her to sleep to finish the scene. I'm not saying it's right, but you know, if that's what they felt they had to do to get it done, you know. All right, Leslie Jones. This is, and, and you know what? A lot of guys, uh, oof, when she said this, I automatically, you know who I'm, I'm thinking of when she, when she says these things. Right, but let's go. I feel like I want to talk to men too, and like I, I'm going to give y'all so much permission to fucking learn and and advance to where mm -hmm. we are as women. Like we doing the work. Men are not doing the work, and I'm going to say it. Y'all not doing the work. And let me just say this too. <sighs> okay. Y'all don't know shit about pussy. It's one of your favorite <laughs> things. Okay, come on, sis. Educate these 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 men. Edu educate these men. It's one of your favorite things. You don't know shit. I don't understand how you don't know shit about pussy, or if your dick is working properly. What should we know though? Go to first of all, go to the doctor. Put your nuts in a doctor's hand and cough to the fucking left. Find out what's wrong with your dick first. <laughs> There's a lot of no. I'm being very right, honest. Right. I've been hooking up, and dudes' dicks are not working properly. Y'all. Now shout out to Form Runner because Form Runner has for the longest time has been talking about men's uh, ED issues, you know, from certain medications. He's been on the forefront talking about that for many, many years. And you have a lot of guys out here that can't function. This is why you got these guys in their tw late twenties, early thirties doing the, the goddamn honey packs. They're doing the, the Viagra and the Cialis. There's no way you should be in your thirties doing honey packs and Cialis. There's no way. That doesn't make any sense, but come on. Then ate all that fucking McDonald's and all that shit. You yeah. ain't drinking water. You're not fucking taking care of yourself. And that's your dick. That's like one of your prized possessions. Mm -hmm. You go get your car checked. You won't get your dick checked. Damn. And then get mad at us when your dick don't work. Don't get mad at me. Okay. That's your department. Okay. Damn. That's your department. That's real. Go get your dick checked. Mm -hmm. And then, and then go get your mind checked. Mm -hmm. Stop showing up to Tinder dates expecting me to solve your fucking dilemma. Okay. I show up for dick and you throw me a Rubik's Cube of your fucked up ass shit. Like, I don't know why your daddy don't love you. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Your mind affects your dick. It affects your dick. It affects your dick. Do you think you're going to be walking around sad and depressed and your dick is just going to be out, out here wilding? No, it's not. It's sad like you. Damn. So take care of your dick. I really believe that's a lot of problems with these with these um, podcast dudes uh -oh. and these passport bros. Uh oh, 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 oh. She went there. I'm glad she said these things because th this is how y'all sound and look to everybody outside of your bubble. I'm glad she said this. Now, Leslie Jones is not an A-lister, but the woman, you know, her comedy chops... She's been on SNL for God knows how long. She's been in major movies. Like, she's not a nobody, right? So, imagine how everyone else is looking at y'all outside of y'all online bubble. This is how y'all look and sound to people. But come on. Y'all don't know how to fuck a woman correctly. Uh oh. And then when she tell you that, now she ain't shit. No, go learn how to fuck. I bet you to solve a lot of problems between us. Cause y'all don't know how to fuck, and you mad cause we do. This is the best mental health promo I ever I heard just, in my life. I'm being honest your with y'all. Let us speak. Your dick. No, I'm, you're no, right. I am being so <laughs> honest. I really believe that a lot of friction is now. Women are going. We are tired of bad sex, and we're tired of being quiet about bad. Okay. Once again, 
where was she wrong at what did she say that was wrong as far as the health concerns and the men not be able to function where was she wrong at because there's a lot of guys over there that, that that are not functioning properly we know this you can just hear it in their voices you think little big nate <laughs> over there functioning properly <laughs> And once again, the optics, I'm going to keep telling y'all the optics on y'all. Y'all look and sound crazy. Y'all talking about y'all want y'all, y'all want y'all message to go mainstream so bad. Do you really want that to go? Y'all look and sound like maniacs to regular people. Okay. The last thing you want is, you know, being C-list celebs commenting on y'all, on y'all's ideology. Y'all will sound like straight up maniacs. What do I know? What do I know? What do I know? What do I know? Okay. All right. What else? I got something else. No? Yes? Yes? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Where are we going next with this? Oh, wait. There's one clip I forgot to give myself. And I, I need to give myself a pat on the back for this. Because... But nobody talking about this woman but me. Now, I'm not going to say and give myself credit and say I'm the reason why. But at the same time, y'all, nobody was talking. Y'all wasn't hearing this woman's name being mentioned like that. Oh, did I send it to myself? Damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay, I found it. Hold up. Hold up. That was November 4th. Okay, November 4th. Okay, back to inbox. Okay. Yeah, we're going we, we, we gonna to get into it tonight, y'all. It's going to be one of those 24-hour notices before I pull it down. Sorry, but, you know, some of these topics just ain't for everybody. You know? Just ain't for everybody. Okay. Now let me go back to my downloads. All right, we're, we're back down sex worker alley. It's okay. I'm, I'm here with you guys. I'm not going to leave you guys. I'm not going to abandon you guys. We're, we're going back down sex worker alley. I'm here with you guys. Okay, ready? What is this? What is this? Wait, which one is this? Hold up. Okay, I don't want that one. That's not the one I want. Which one is this? God damn it, that's not it. Son of a bitch. It's the clip with Shannon admitting that he would take the sex worker over the over the virgin. Where the hell is that clip? I could have I know I had it. Hold on, hold up, hold up. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. 
pull up. Wait, 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 wait. God damn it. Oh, where the hell is it? Okay, so basically, for the last week, all Chad and Shannon have been talking about is Miss B Nasty. Okay, that's all they've been talking about is Miss B Nasty. To the point where Shannon Sharp said, oh no, who said that? Was it Chad? No, Shannon Sharp said he would pick the sex worker, Miss B Nasty, over, that, over the woman who claimed to be a virgin. But it's the context in which he framed it in that is, is, is what I want, I'm looking for, but I can't find it now. Shit. <sighs> Fuck. That shit pisses me off when I can't find the damn clips when I need it. Because I hate not having the clips for y'all to hear. Anywho, take my word for it. <laughs> the man openly said I would, I would take Ms. B. Nasty over a virgin. He would take a sex worker over a virgin. Okay? So, that was that. Never mind that part. What is this? Oh, that's not, I don't want that. You know what? We're back, we're back down the road. Let's go. Let's, let, we might as well. Right now. Look, I could post, I need my nails done right now on my Instagram, right? Somebody I don't even know from a different city, a different state, be like, how much your nails? Send me your cash app. Because get motion. Or they might not, and they just, they just, just a fan. Or whatever the heck. So that's what I'm saying. You're expecting loyalty whenever we get what you're giving us from people we don't even know without even having to ask for it. So why we don't even got to do nothing for it. Of, no, just uh, bring a play or stay away. That's how I feel. Ooh! Here she got fucking game. Bring a play or stay away. What are we really talking about? So this okay. The simp. The simp. Uh, Simps are everywhere. You're not gonna defeat the simps. <laughs> You're not gonna defeat the simps. They're everywhere. And they leave with their monies. Okay, before I get to Joe Smith. Before I get to Joe Smith. Move that to trash. Let's go to Korea. Now, I don't know who, what type of woman this man was describing, but this was an awkward statement for... Uh, you know what? Let's let him explain himself. Have you ever been on a date with a black woman? No, I have not. Because I'm just going to be honest with y'all. Most of them is... They don't look like good, bro. The ones that I see here. They just kind of look like um, lower class. I've never been inclined to like see a black girl in Hongdae and just go up to her and get a number. I never, I never, I never felt that. But it's not because I'm racist, it's because like they don't look good. The white girls here, they don't look good either. I live in Korea, there's not many black girls to, to choose from. And I have high standards, so the girl has to be beautiful, you know what I'm saying? How beautiful are we talking about? Like what are the features you find attractive? Big eyes, small head, nice body. Big eyes, small head. So who has big eyes, small? What 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 ethnicity would that be? Who falls under that category? Big eyes, small head. Who? What type of woman is he describing? A, a, a black woman per se? Is that an African? Is that a, a Latina? What is he describing? I, 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 uh, an Islander? 
What type of woman is he describe? But you know what? Let him. Let's let him talk. Let's let him talk. Slender, but you know she got the curves type shit. I see like in music videos and shit. Cause I'm the rap. They're sexy and they look really like they really pretty. Some of them. You know what I'm hey, saying? Y'all catch what he said? The ones in the video are sexy. I have an idea of who he's talking about. And they're the ones we would deem ratchet. Low class, low value, a hood rat, right? A sexy red. But come on. You know what I'm saying? Like genetically gifted black girls. But you don't really see like the top most beautiful black girls in Korea. Why what would they be doing here? They 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 they're in their native country, you know. Getting the high high value men. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think. What is your Instagram ID? Underscore Stone C. There you go, y'all. Ladies have at it. Getting getting this D. <laughs> Talk about down bad. Cheesy peach. Talk about down bad. I don't care about this. All right, we're gonna get to Joe Smith. We're gonna do Joe Smith now. We're gonna do Joe Smith. This is the first part. And then we're gonna, we're gonna hear from Joe Smith in his own words. Joe Smith is a, is a body count seems to be. No, my body count is very low. Sorry, count, I, I don't it? consider, okay, my personal, I, I just talked to Joe about that about a little while ago when we were arguing. I was like, my personal body count is low. I don't consider work, it don't matter. Oh, work That's bodies the don't count. Work bodies don't count. don't count. No. Mm -mm. So you count the other bodies and then you count the two, it's two different bodies for one for Kiss. No, and the other Keisha, one Keisha, me. The woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, her body count is low. Okay, but the porn star. But the porn star, you know, she she's outside. Dying. Yeah, she outside. Okay. Only problem with that is you're two different names, but the same body. <laughs> it don't matter. It's two different personas. Uh-oh. Okay. So You know, you have to, you can't, you cannot, like, that, that whole industry is a big mental thing, you know? And you have to separate yourself from that and so right now the lines are blurred for me it's kind of fucked up you know but um but like but how I'm does this because i see we see you getting emotional about it right uh -oh. so how does it really make you feel are you upset that the backlash you're getting or because you seem pretty like free and you don't mind what people see so do you I mind mean, what people say i've honestly never given up you know about what anyone says or thought I would never have done that in the first place. You know, I. Okay. Once again, body count discussions don't matter. Women will pick and choose what matters to them, what they deem a, a, an actual body. You know what I'm saying? If you, if she, you know, gave head to 10 men, would y'all count as a body? I personally wouldn't count it as a body. That just means she sucked 10 dicks. Right. But some of you, some of you guys would say, well, no, that counts. You know, would you know? All right, so Joe Smith, um, real quick, I want to, <laughs> I wanted to read Roz's cash app message. She said, uh, for last night's live, I was, I was roasting for Hemet. <laughs> all right, all right, let's get to Joe Smith. These are his words. I should be able to get away with this. I got away with it last time. I got away with it the last time. Okay. All right, here we go. Today we have former number one draft pick Joe Smith. 
who played with the NBA for 16 years. He recently set the internet on fire when his wife, Keisha, posted an argument they had when he found out she secretly started an OnlyFans page. When I usually interview a new person, I start from the very beginning. But in this case, I have to address the current situation first, and then I'll go back to the beginning of your story. So, Joe, welcome to Vlad TV. Now, listen, this is Joe. In his words, didn't matter what her, what her past was. This, this red pill shit does not work. It's not real. But come on. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And congratulations on a, a really dope career, man. 16 years in the NBA is something very few people could ever do, and you did that. Oh, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about your relationship with Keisha first. Mm-hmm. So you guys met around 2012? Uh, yeah, at uh, BET Awards uh, after party uh, out in Los Angeles. Okay. And what happened in the beginning when you first met? Uh, when I first met her, um, I mean, we met, uh, like I said, the after party. Um, the very next night, it was still, you know, some functions going on. So I saw her the next night out at another function. We met up and, uh, uh, you know, just hung out a little bit there. Um, after that, you know, about, you know, the next couple of days, we were, in contact with each other by phone and I, I disagree with you, Greg. This is not a pimp situation. This is not a pimp situation. You know, her learning about me. Um and I actually actually after the first night that we met is when I found out, you know, what she did before. And uh never looked at her any different. Never looked at her any different any different. But um, I already knew what she was, you know, what she did before we even met and, you know, before she even told me. I mean, I'm a an adult film guy. Uh, have you actually seen her scenes before, when, before you guys met and everything else like no, that? Or that's not really your thing. <laughs> no, I haven't. That's why I said I, I've never seen her scenes. And uh, um, I just Googled her after we met, and that's what came up. And he still okay. went for it. So she has a former career doing adult films under the name Yasmin Pendavis. Correct. Okay, but at the time, I guess she was living in Germany and she was pursuing a, a singing career. She had just, when, I, when we met, she had just came back from Germany. She was, uh, just came back from Germany, like I said, living in L.A. Um, at the time, staying in L.A. at the time before we met, uh, probably a few weeks before we met. And um, uh, when we met, we... I mean, things happen real quick. Things happen very, very quick. And um, I would say a week or two after we met, we were pretty much staying together, living together. And um, there it is there. The relationship was just growing from then on. But yeah, she was in Germany for a while doing her singing and um, uh, came back to the States uh, to continue to pursue her singing. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the main common things that we had in common. Uh, back then because I was doing my music as well. So that's something that we really had in common and that's something that we really clicked doing. Okay, and at the time you had just left the NBA, so your money situation wasn't what it was a few years previously. Um, and so you guys started dating. Was, you know, their money situations kind of from the very beginning or did it kind of get progressively worse over the time? Uh, progressively worse. Progressively worse. I mean, uh, I had actually uh, just came out of 
out of my first divorce, out of a divorce uh, right after I retired. So um, that took a lot of it. I'm sure <laughs> but, it did. Um, uh, I, I was still able to, you know, live, function, and, you know, do some of the, a lot of the things that I wanted to do at that time. But uh, I kind of dwindled, you know, throughout the years and uh, put us in a tough situation to where we are now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you guys got married in 2018? Correct. Okay, and what made you get married? Because, you know, a lot of times when men get older, they've been through a divorce, they already have kids. They just want to date and kind of keep things a little more casual. But you you took it to the next step. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the type of person that, uh, you know, when I find someone, you know, that, you know, I really can uh, feel like I can trust, feel like I have a bond with um, someone I feel like, you know, I can share things with, you know, um, I feel like why not take it to the next level? And how do you how do you gonna red pill that? How do you red pill that? But come on. Um, it was a conversation that we had for years. It wasn't like something that just happened, you know, right off the over right right overnight. It was a conversation that we had for years. And at first, I was hesitant. I was hesitant. And um, you know, after a few couple a couple more years, you know, of of being with her and being around her, I was like, why not? Was there any flack at all from your family or your friends considering her adult film background at all? Uh, that's one thing about my family. Unless I come to them with an issue or with a problem, they really try to, you know, stay to themselves. All right, that's enough of that. Now, I got part two. We'll cover part two later. I just want to give you guys context. You're not going to red pill this shit out of this. It does not work. It is not real. That man chose that woman knowing her past. He had a heads up. And still chose to engage with this woman. Porn stars stay getting married. So I don't know why people act like it's a shock when porn stars get married. Porn stars get married. Matter of fact, let me show you how wide open it is with porn, with porn, with former porn stars. Let me show you. Here's an example. Does anybody remember Cinnamon Love? If you're an old head, you remember Cinnamon Love. Cinnamon Love had the gap. She had the gap in her tooth, right? Remember Cinnamon Love, the actress Cinnamon Love. Yes? Okay. Does anybody remember Cinnamon Love? Now look at what she's offering. She says, so I have really good tickets to see Chris Tucker this month in NYC. I'm tempted to offer a multi-hour date for one lucky person to join me for dinner, drinks, the show, and a little quality time after. If you're deposit ready, you might want to slide in my assistant's email. It's wide open. You can pretty much have any woman you want if you're willing to pay the price. Okay? You can pretty much have any woman you want if you're willing to pay the price. You cannot dictate if she likes you. Okay? If she doesn't like you, you're going to have to pay. You got to pay that toll. All right? It's just that simple. Why y'all trying to overthink this and turn it into rocket science? Okay. I, I 
can't i can't every look, everybody it, it, all these guys not gonna make it that's how i look at it. all these guys not gonna make it they're not all gonna make it they're not all gonna make it sorry all right is that are we done are we done with with with, with sex worker alley i think we're done with sex worker alley now let's switch gears real quick let us switch gears real real quick shout out to lupe fiasco he was a guest speaker at mit one of you know one of my he's he's my top 10 god tier mcs you know what i'm saying um i put lupe over jay-z biggie Pac, all of them i i lupe is i mean just a phenomenal phenomenal highly intellectual mc i'm gonna give him a pass for that vaccine bullshit <laughs> but listen to how he breaks down the hip-hop and the strip club the marketing behind it flawless he breaks this shit down flawlessly um i believe his whole lecture is on youtube it's like an hour long i'm not gonna go through all that this is the part the most important piece that i took away from it but uh no lupe slander tonight man i don't give a fuck you pick an mc and i i listen i feel good lupe washing their ass okay uh, you pick you bring me your favorite mc i feel good that lupe will wash his ass and that sounded crazy but you'll know what i'm saying let's go let's go rappers know how to do it but they don't know what they're doing because rap was never formally trained it was never put into an institution and all of these things like this you didn't have to take a test now this is why i like when the jizza he speaks at different schools i like when rappers and former mcs you know do the pivot and go to go to these these high these high-end schools uh the private colleges and whatever universities the uh you know and and speak and present themselves well and and challenge these these kids to think right i love that pivot that you know that's what hip-hop should be doing right we just had the 50th anniversary celebration for hip-hop all i saw was a bunch of old people in the crowd hooping and hollering for their favorite mcs and everybody's pushing 50 60 70 years old i mean i it's cool that's cool but this shit right here let's go to become a rapper your test was does it work at the strip club which is the atlanta formula Oh, okay see for real see, wait 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 see now here we go with the bush see you you philly cats i respect y'all y'all going to the ain't, ain't lupe versus black thought can go anyway that's back and forth ain't no black thought got him hell no it, it, it that's a back and forth that's whoever has a bad day that's one of those matchups any given sunday Ain't no black thought got him just on GP. Hell no. But let's continue. Let's continue. Work at the strip club. That is the test for rap. I don't care how you got there, but can you have that effect? Can you teach strippers to dance? Okay. 
right? That has its place, right? But rap has so much potential, right? So if you come to the class, you're gonna be doing this shit. We're, not gonna have, we're gonna have some fun, I'm gonna make it fun, but we're gonna be doing this. That's a warning to the students out there who thought you was finna be in here making strip club music with Lupe Fiasco. I'm all for it. That's a brilliant move. Shout out to the MCs that go on these lectures to these colleges and universities and showing a different facet and showing how much they've grown as artists and as men and not showing the stereotypical sides of, of hip hop artists we expect them. So shout out to these guys. Yo, yeah, no, no Lupe slander tonight. I don't give a fuck what MC you bring to me. Lupe gonna get at him. <laughs> Shit. Lupe gonna get at him. All right, all right. Move that. Okay, what is this? I don't care. Do I care about this? Do we care about DJ Khaled? No. We don't care about DJ Khaled, do we? I don't think so either. Okay, we'll skip Khaled. Well, you know what? No, let's not skip Khaled. Because he makes some good points. He makes some good points. I, 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 I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I hear y'all. But I, I think Khaled has some pretty good points. I'm just, I just want to hear something real quick. Just, just hear me out. Hear me out. Selling co up the trunk yep. or the car and then get a strip mall and go to the big mall yep. and they're making some real money. And get it and all taken away. Get it all taken away. That shaped you because I read where you personally pay everything. I, pay I don't know how to handle nothing. I pay everything and I and that's the biggest blessing. You, anybody that's watching this, take care of your mother and father. Take care of them. Even if they don't need to be taken care of them, take care of them. You, you, you pay all their bills. You work for your family. You have kids, you work for your kids. You have a wife, you work for your wife. Uh -oh. That's the number one thing you gotta oh, you do. You can't say that. My mom and dad, like right now, my mom texted me right now. I think, uh, she went to go to um, Tallahassee and they could have drove. I'm like, no, I'm gonna send you a car service for you and dad. Don't have to drive, enjoy the ride. You don't need to drive by yourself. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like little thing, oh, I love the symbol. Yo, uh, uh, my mom will go, yo, whatever you need. Um, I bought him a beautiful house. That was the best feeling in the world. I remember buying my dad a car and I remember them buying me a car. Right. Okay. That's part one. Part two. You pay, you pay the, the electric bill, the gas bill. Everything. You, you, Everything. you, you, don't have, you don't pass that off to nobody, Kelly. I don't believe in no accountant. I don't believe <laughs> in, what's the thing called? Money manager. Yeah. yeah. All that. That's your business. Khaled has all his. I, I pay the grass, the car wash man, <laughs> the guy that's cut my hair, the electric bill, the car note, the mortgage. I I I have a rule where my bank gotta tell me. Even if I tell them I approve it, don't listen to me. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm not making. I want you to end up. I'll give you my banker's number and ask them. I said, do not listen to me. And because I get on an email or a text, I approve. I do that, but they have to get a verbal. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna call you and talk me. Talk and to Kelly. FaceTime. Yeah. Cause it's AIs out there. Yeah, now. okay. You gotta see me. I'm, shit, I don't make nothing up. This is the truth. And because this, I have a rule, right? And tell me if you agree. You, you you might, I don't know how you do your thing, but. Okay. All right, all right, wait, wait, wait. Almost done, almost done. Where is it at? Where's my, okay. 
bar three. It gives you a harder time to fix it. Right. While I'm paying all these bills, traveling, vacation, my mom's bills, my house bills, you know, shopping, the chef, the kids. You probably help your wife, family. Everybody. Like, and I'm happy, but I feel it. And while I'm feeling it, it tells me, book that gig, book that gig. <laughs> um, yep, I'm going over there. Oh, I said no to that. I changed my mind. <laughs> not, are we keeping it real or not? You keep it the like, 100. We could talk all this big business manager. No, and no disrespect to all you beautiful business managers out there. I don't want to mess up your hustle, but I've heard a lot of crazy stories. Right. Okay. And there's no way in the world I'm letting somebody have the power to touch the hard work. Right. No way. I respect what he's saying. I like what he's saying. Some of y'all in the chat may disagree with what he's saying. I like what he's saying. I like that. Okay. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Shaka Khan. Oh, you know what I need to do? Okay. Shaka Khan real quick. Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How do y'all feel about this? And then we're going to get to the Grammy nominations real quick too as well. Because I need to troll some people. Shaka Khan made it to the, the Rock and Roll Hall, Hall of Fame. Now, I, I, if this were like Shaka Khan and Rufus, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But Shaka Khan by herself? I don't know. God, I can't believe it. It's already here. It's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Day. <laughs> Thank you, fans. I couldn't have done it without you. God bless you. I don't, I, 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 I don't like this. Shaka Khan, no Rufus in the Rock and Roll. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has just been, it's a joke to me now. I don't even respect that shit. I hate even saying it because I'm a, I'm a rock head, but that shit is, is, they killed it for me, man. All right, real quick. Chloe Bailey. So I, I like she said this. Listen, um, you can't prevent somebody from cheating, per se. I, I and all those memes that the women like to do. You know, fuck them, feed them, drain them before he leaves out. That way, you know, man. Listen, there's there's no there's nothing to prevent somebody from straying. This is the dumbest argument ever, right? Ugly people get cheated on. Beautiful people get cheated on. It happens. Once again, human beings are polyamorous. Human beings are polyamorous at their very base nature. At the very base. Okay, come on. Think maybe it had to happen? Yeah. yeah. Sorry that you got cheated on. Uh -oh. It's all right. Been a couple times. Wait, who timed out George? Wait, 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 wait. Come on now. This is George making y'all. Come on now. Y'all can't be acting like this with, with George. God damn it. My bad, George. Oh, okay, we're going to fix that right now. Boom. My apologies, George. Come on, y'all. Don't, don't time out. That's my guy now. All right. Let's get back to it. You know, I feel like really? no matter how bad of a you are, sometimes cheat Duh. what do you think is it immaturity is it scared yeah, it's not a you thing it's a no. them thing oh every time and like anytime i find out somebody cheats i move on and they don't believe me i'll tell them in the beginning i'm like you know we're imperfect humans but you cheat on me i'm out and they don't believe me till their number is blocked that's i don't how do you find out they're cheating on you they just mm. try to tell you god instagram mm. life <laughs> all the above them 
Not we, putting away evidence, really? panties, oh, hair yeah. ties. You found panties. A lash extension on the shower floor. That's not mine. And I haven't been wearing lashes for a while. <laughs> but I kept that to myself. I just waited to just collect more evidence. Jesus. Yeah. How long would you like wait before you would tell someone? How much evidence did you need? Till they can't deny it. Till I can't be gaslit out of it. Mm. Once again, beautiful people get cheated on. Ugly people get cheated on. I mean, you know, I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself because once again, I look at humans in the totality and the majority of humans are just, it's just not, it's not a, a natural thing. Anywho, I'm not here for that. Yo, real quick, um, for all of us who watch um, a Game of Thrones and certain characters, we, we you know, so Thor, Thor, this guy Thor Bjornsson, right? He he played the mountain. So this is weird. We can't we can't do this. This is weird. This is not cool. Now they had a, they recently lost their child. They had a stillborn. Okay. This is the guy that played the mountain, and 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 he was Cersei's bodyguard, Cersei, Cersei's personal bodyguard, the mountain, right? And and in Game of Thrones, y'all, you can't do this. They just had, they just had a, they just gave, had a stillbirth. They had just had a stillbirth, right? They, they went to Instagram to post this shit. Why? Why would, why, why y'all doing this? I don't understand. This baby's stillborn, y'all. The heart stopped breathing. It was too late to save it. And, and they went on Instagram to post. Why would you do this? This is macabre. This is so macabre. This is so macabre, y'all. This baby is a stillborn. Why would you? Why? No. This is so macabre. It's on their Instagram, and you got the little brother playing with. The, oh no, nigga. <laughs> Y'all, can, we can't do this. <laughs> we can't do this. No. <laughs> no, you can't do this, y'all. No. Why would you? Oh, my God. No, wait, wait, wait. And they got the feet. Oh. You can't do this, man. No, y'all can't. This is. He's still in Westeros. Oh, no. What are we doing? What are we doing? Y'all see why I can't keep nothing on YouTube? And then they got the little footprint. I was like, y'all doing too goddamn much. Yeah, I would never do this. This is too much. This is too much. <laughs> Halloween was two weeks ago. <laughs> this year, Halloween fell on the weekend. <laughs> Me and Ghetto Boys are trick or treating. <laughs> Robbing little kids for <laughs> Ah, oh. This is crazy here. This is the last clip that we're going to get to these stories. Oh, I got one more clip. Oh, these stories I got is, is, is wild. Yo, so Hollywood, man, listen. Pay attention to the, Holly, the, to the producer. Y'all ready, gang? Ready, ready. Rock real steady. I, 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 actually, actually, we're on the lap. You're sitting. 
Did you wait? No, no. It would be hard. <laughs> Abby, isn't, isn't, isn't Jeremy on the other side? Me too, baby. Where am I? I'm going to show you. Ow. All right, Bernie. Yeah. He's actually going to sit on her. On your no, lap. no. 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 They're trying to get big-ass Jordan on Bernie Mac's lap. Ow! All right, Bernie. He's actually going to sit on, her, on your no, lap. No. No. Okay. Do we have an apple box? Right, you put the show. Right there? Okay. Hey, man, listen. You can't let your guards down with Hollywood. Hollywood's always... Poking and prodding, you know what I'm saying? Like Hollywood's always ready to try it, always ready. Yeah, sit your punk ass. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood always, you know, ain't ain't never no days off, no days off. All right, okay. Now let's get to uh, wait, where am I going, where am I going with this? Where am I going with this? Okay. Before I get to the mulatto thing. Now, let's get to Taraha Ramses. Okay. Now, if y'all didn't know in the thumbnail that I posted, this was uh, the Black Panther stunt double. And why I put that thumbnail up is because he was actually in... Um, in game and he played one of the african warriors which is why i circled his head in the thumbnail you see the red circle he was in that as well so this whole story of this accident does not make any logical sense to me to me i say to me because this is my opinion now when we go over how this accident took place and how these children died this is ugly this is ugly this is so ugly but come on let me see where da, 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 da. I, I want i want where they describe how the children this is so crazy okay here we go so taraha ramses dies along with his three of uh, three of his children aged 13 10 and two months 13 10 and two months old it's not the fact that he crashed into a, a semi truck it's the fact that uh, where is it at where is it at okay here we go you ready okay According to an initial investigation, Ramses was driving a Ford F-150 and took an exit ramp where a tractor trailer was broken down in the left lane when they collided. Okay. Now, I, I'm not an expert long distance driver, but I do know certain parts of the highways of uh, 
10 west and 40 west or 10 east 40 whatever whichever, whichever interstate you pick there's exit there's there's truck ramps for out of control trucks so when they break down these these exit these these um these truck ramps that will if they're out of control it's filled with gravel and they pull off and it has this huge steep this steep incline and it slows the truck down to a fucking crawl and then where you can stop if it's out of control right all right it's plenty of these exits for these trucks if shit goes left but so they said once again he took an exit ramp where a tractor trailer was broken down in the left lane when they collided now nick i defer to you just off that does that make any sense to you okay yeah they call runaway truck lanes yes yes now i defer to nick off the top when i read this i was like how does it, that doesn't make any sense okay i don't know what competent trucker would choose to you know park his broken down truck on an exit ramp i could be wrong but let's continue these were his children that's the 13 year old this is the the 10 year old and the two month old all died in this wreck with, with their dad okay So now I want to get to it again. Uh, let's see. Come on, come on, come on. I want the details of the crash. I want the details. See. Okay, come on. Don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move around. We're gonna find it. The details of the crash are just as equally horrific and also makes no damn sense. So are you done for the day? Yeah, you're tapping out, huh? <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, he was in Creed 3 and Bad Boys for Life. Okay, that's what's up. Oh, uh, y'all, they're not going to give me the details. Ah. Uh. Hmm. Okay, let's see if one of these nobody product uh news stories will, will give me give me the uh. all right so what they're not going to tell you or what they they took out of the, the news stories two of the kids were ejected from the truck okay two of the kids were ejected from the truck so that's how two of the kids died one survived on life support and then died later right you're gonna, you're gonna give me this one? Gonna tell me? Is it gonna tell me? Ford F-150 had crashed into a disabled 18-wheeler on the exit ramp from 285 into I-20 eastbound. The two surviving passengers were thrown from the truck. Those were two of the kids. Okay. 
Now I'm this is why I defer to Nick. Let me pull it back. This is why I defer to Nick. Uh Nick, what say you, sir? Okay, so so does anything does that sound listen, I know car wrecks, there there's no rhyme or reason. You know, physics physics goes out the windows in a car crash, especially when it comes to cars and trucks. But I don't know. Y'all tell me. Two of the kids were ejected. So that tells me, were they not in seatbelts? That's a logical question. You mean to tell me the force of the impact sent, sent those kids through their seatbelts out, the, out of the truck? Uh, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Everything about this story just make, makes no, no logical sense to me. I'm just saying to me. Okay. Uh, it, it didn't say anything about it flipping. No mention of a flip. So this is, uh, this is a sketchy story to me. I, I, you know, all right, let's continue. Okay. Omegle. Omegle is finally shut down. Now, for those of us that are, that know these, these apps and what certain apps are used for, this is where, you know, the weirdos went to go looking for kids on Omegle. Okay. See, okay. The anonymous service that paired strangers together is shutting down after 14 years amid increasingly strict online safety regulations with an admission that it was used to commit heinous crimes. This is where the predators went to go look for children. Okay. Uh, um, Omegle gained uh, a reputation as, as a breeding ground for sexual abuse of minors, leading to a prominent lawsuit in which the website was accused of a parent of an 11 year old with a sexual predator. The decision to shut down a platform comes at a time when global lawmakers are introducing strict online safety regulations to prevent child sexual exploitation, such as the UK's online safety bill. Okay. All right, cool. All right, Omegle. Okay. All right. Now let me. Oh, you know what I want. I want. I know what I wanted to do real quick. Let's do some green lines real quick. Since everybody's talking about um, <laughs> Kiki and Darius, I was like, well, you know what? Did we do the green lines on them yet? And I was like, okay, let's do green lines. So let's see what can we find here all right well okay that 
she put the baby in in, 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 in between them. Fine. Fair enough. Okay. I'll, I'll let this one slide. But this one here, this is bad. Hey, where's that one in the blue? Yeah, this is bad. This is bad, y'all. This is bad. That's bad. That's really bad. That's really bad. That's really, really, really bad. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, that's... That's not good. That's not good. Okay. Now, since we're on couples breaking up, Turkey Leg Hut is going through some things. Y'all down there in Texas know about this? I'm, I mean, I'm, I know you guys are, but now, so <laughs> now the the wife is accusing the husband of abuse. So the wife is out here accusing, accusing the husband of abuse. Okay, let's, let's, jeez, Pete. Nakia Holmes filed for divorce from Lindell Price back in May. Hell, she went back to using her original name. Jeez. Uh, let's see. Holmes had released a statement via her Instagram announcing her uh, the divorce in part and accusing her soon-to-be former partner of abuse. She says, the world thinks he's a man who stands on business, but y'all are sadly mistaken. The man that me and my children know is cruel, abusive, emotionally and mentally and completely void of any emotion. Okay. And we're going to get to the Twitter part of this. According to the restaurant site, Holmes and Price started the Turkey Leg Hut out of a parking lot at the Houston Livestock Show in Rodeo in 2015. The About Us section unsurprisingly leaves out former business partner and co-founder Steven Rogers, who filed lawsuits against the couple five years later, accusing them of stealing money and fraud. Okay, Turkey Leg Hut later found a home in Houston's Museum District off Alameda Road. The business has generated significant buzz and has found a following for its gourmet turkey legs, often topped with decadent helpings of pasta rice and sauce i just had a turkey wing earlier today that's funny let's see let's see uh okay as for the couple's ongoing divorce the latest update was a temporary restraining order that was filed in june everyone knows when they start filing restraining orders against the husband or the man that's a plate of the shore up the shore up their their side for the judge to give them sole custody for the most part that's a, that's that's a standard play now is to file a temporary rest restraining order okay okay now here's what they're saying now this is what the woman said right nakia she says i've been quiet for so long and i can no longer hold my silence to this war that i've been fighting behind closed doors all the while pretending to the world that everything is perfect is too much to bear. I am living in hell on earth. The abuse, the manipulation, the lies, the deceit, the gaslighting and narcissism have become unbearable. 
of the world thinks he's a man who stands on business but y'all are sadly mistaken the man that me and my children know is cruel abusive emotionally and mentally and completely void of any emotion from the time we wake up till the time we close our eyes each night we are literally in a fight for our peace and sanity I can admit that I've played my part in hindering and hiding his behavior but today I'm finally choosing me I'll die behind this truth and I'll lose everything to finally have peace I brought light to his life while he came into mine to destroy not only me but all who love me I'm finally closing this chapter but I know the battle is about to commence and I'm ready I know after I win this war I'll finally have my peace there are so many more chapters to my story but this one is officially closed I'm going to need all the support I can get but I, I also know that God uh, God has uh, listen when they get to talking like this walk away <laughs> when they get to talking like this <laughs> Charlie, thank you for the cash app. Yeah. When they get to talking like this, walk away. I don't care how long you've been married. I don't care how many kids you got with this woman. Walk the fuck away. Period. Period. Listen, you can always go start you a new family. <laughs> I know it sounds cruel and harsh and mean and insensitive, but you can always go start a new family that's the beauty of being a man when one when one house burns down you can go build another house with somebody else now this is what happens so this attorney here speaks on the situation they say this ig announcement comes nearly six months after she filed for divorce but also because somehow her husband has been dodging surface uh, service of the suit there have been several restraining orders standard and typical in Texas upon divorce filings to not move any money, make major changes, but none of them prevent him from managing the business or physically being present at the business. Now, as to the uh, as to the original divorce papers, there are some heavy allegations as to how money has been handled so here oh wow so this is the husband Lynn has a criminal record that includes arson and his biz partner's bar 5015 just happened to get blown up while he was beefing with Lynn about money hmm. Lynn lied for years about how he owns the whole block but they don't even own the land the turkey leg hut sits on and never did. Lynn pled guilty to felony assault for beating his pregnant girlfriend. Lynn refuses to warn his customers who park on the street about possibility of getting towed. Dozens of cars get towed every week. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Lynn claims he played basketball at Rice, and yet there's no record of him attending Rice or playing for their baseball baseball team. Gee, walk away, man. Just walk away. You're not. Just walk away. Okay, so let's see. I try to find some pictures of him. 
I can only find one real good picture. Now we see this picture here. Of course, we see the claw. But this here, I was like, oh, this is wild because this is a pass. Now, once again, the green lines aren't perfect. You know, maybe this was an, an, a different time in their life when they were happy. I don't know. But this here, this is shit. This is a pass. This is a pass. He's in his frame. He's, he's staying, you know, he's straight. And she's leaning into him. This is, this is a pass to me. I, I can't call it. Okay, let's see what the website says. Okay, so got their names on it. Oh, she's from Chicago. Attended the University of Houston on a basketball. Okay, she's a tall chick. Okay, bachelor's science program, a degree in business with minor in marketing. Okay. They have four children together. Oof. Listen, if she's going to, to this to this links to, to kind of smear you, gotta let it go, man. Gotta walk away. Gotta, gotta walk away, bro. I'm just saying, I'm gonna have to try this place. Okay, I'm gonna have to go down here and try this out because this shit looks good. All right, I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay, okay. For sure, for sure, for sure. But this is bad. Just walk away, fellas. The hell with all that fighting. Fighting from a family. No, no, no. Let's not do that. There's no fight to be had. There's no fight to be had, unfortunately. Okay, so I got Eric Adams, Taraha Ramses, Joe Smith, Omigo, Leslie. Okay, last story for the night. Lulu Jones. Does anybody know who, who Lulu Jones was? Raise your hand if you know who Lulu Jones was. Hey, I'm telling you, man. Walk away. <laughs> oh, for real? Everyone I know that eats there, including my daughter, says the food. Okay, for now, I'm, I, now I got to go. I got to go for sure. Like, I got to make it a stop. But, um... No one knows who Lulu Jones is? I said Lulu, not Lolo. Lulu. Lulu, not Lolo. All right. Let's look up who Lulu Jones was. Very, very interesting. Very, 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 very interesting. History facts you've never heard before. Lulu White was a brothel owner in New Orleans, oh, Louisiana bad. during... Name's Lulu White. Sorry. Lulu White, not Lulu Jones. Sorry, sorry. Let's go, let's go. Never heard before. Lulu White was a brothel owner in New Orleans, Louisiana during the early 1900s. She became a millionaire from the fantasy of interracial sex. Most of the women at her four-story brothel, Mahogany Hall, were light-skinned women of color and placed in three categories. A mulatto was a woman with one black parent. A quadroon was a woman with one black grandparent. An octoroon was a woman with one black great-grandparent. The brothels were only available for white men. So when they came to town craving a little brown sugar, they would head to White's establishment. White, also known as the Queen of Octoroons, was forced out of business when the mayor of New Orleans declared prostitution illegal on November 12, 1917. Okay. Now... Uh, we'll, we'll get into the, the lead of it, but um, 
this doesn't help the history when I hear the guys make the argument that the majority of, of black women have always sided or desired white men. And I, I usually don't entertain those arguments because the first thing they want to bring up is miscegenation laws and loving versus Virginia. And I'll just be like, ah, you know, okay. And, but when I hear stories like this and characters or, you know, people like this, it, 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 it makes a compelling argument. It makes a very compelling argument. You know, we're black women, you know, just so enamored with whiteness you know, in all facets of their life. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Lulu. White, y'all. Lulu White was one of the most famous criminals of New Orleans during Gilded Age America. Though from humble origins, she began to work as a prostitute and her beauty allowed her to acquire a clientele of wealthy men. She later became the Madame of Mahogany Hall, a luxurious mixed-race brothel. But in the end, her million-dollar empire came crashing down. Join me to find out how. Lulu Henley or Lulu White, as she was also known, is believed to have been born around 1868 on a farm near Selma in the state of Alabama. However, some historians have cast considerable doubt on this, and in the absence of a birth record, argue that circumstantial evidence suggests that she was actually born years earlier, perhaps in the late 1850s, but most likely during the period of the American Civil War, between 1861 and 1865. Uh -oh. She came from a mixed race background uh -oh. and was termed a quadroon at the time. This term, which is racially insensitive by today's standards, was widely used at the time to indicate someone whose ethnic background was believed to be one quarter black. She claimed to be a migrant from the West Indies and thus of Creole descent but it is unclear if this was accurate or not. There is much about Lulu's life which was invented by her, and at various times she claimed that her family held from Cuba, Jamaica, or one of the other many islands of the West Indies. Little is known about Lulu's early life, but it must have been one of considerable deprivation. This, after all, was the period of reconstruction following the Civil War, a conflict which had utterly devastated the economy of southern states like Alabama, and which took many years to recover from. It may have been the rural poverty which states like Alabama faced in the post-war period which led Lulu to migrate to New Orleans, the main city of the state of Louisiana to the west of Alabama in the early 1880s. Lulu was possibly barely a teenager at the time. In order to make ends meet, she quickly entered a life of crime. Again, the details of much of this are unclear, but she was arrested on several occasions for acts of petty theft and other misdemeanors. She was also soon working as a prostitute. And, and the whole sex worker thing like I, I know i know men typically run that but you had a lot of women that preyed upon other women you know even back in these times it just history just overlooks them or just never get acknowledged and the kind of men kind of get labeled with that shit and it's like no nah, there's a bunch of women out here pimping other women but you know okay by the mid to late 1880s as she entered her adult years, she had amassed a considerable client base, attracting several wealthy clients. Through this work, she also quickly began amassing a considerable amount of money, and by the early 1890s, she had capital to expend. It was this which allowed her to enter into business in such a way which would bring her to the attention of many of New Orleans' citizens. Lulu was living in New Orleans during a very interesting time in its history. 
The city had emerged in the 18th century as the capital of the vast French colony of Louisiana, which laid claim to much of what we know today as the American Midwest. It became part of the United States following the Louisiana Purchase of 1803, when the United States government purchased the colony from France for $15 million. Thereafter, New Orleans retained much of its French character, with a strong Creole influence yeah. owing to extensive migration from the Caribbean to Louisiana. Look at my wife's like, there had to be one eighth. Like, I know. See, all you, all you mixed biracial motherfuckers that come out. Y'all just come out the woodwork. <laughs> New Orleans expands quickly in the 19th century, growing from 50,000 inhabitants in 1830 to 150,000 in the 1850s. It was captured by the Union early on in the American Civil War and escaped much of the devastation which other southern states suffered as a result. By the time Lulu arrived at the city in the early 1880s, the population had exceeded 200,000 people. While New Orleans did not become a major industrial city, Lulu's life was shaped by another development here in the 1890s. By the late 19th century, prostitution was prevalent in New Orleans, as indeed it was in nearly all American and European cities to a much greater extent than it is today. In an effort to regulate the trade and create designated zones in which prostitution could be practiced, the municipal- oh, Okay, I'm told that there's a movie about Lulu's life, played by Mae West. What's the name of that movie? Yeah. Alright. The authorities of New Orleans passed an ordinance in 1897, which stipulated that prostitution should be limited to a designated area of the city, the famed Faubourg Treme, one of the oldest neighborhoods in the city. It was known at the time as the center of settlement for freed slaves prior to the war and Creole immigrants from the West Indies. While today, it is famed for being the centre of much of the city's jazz scene. The new designated area became known as Storyville, so named after Sidney Story, the New Orleans politician who had pioneered the legislation to regulate prostitution in the city. He was later horrified to learn that his surname had become a byword for the Red Light District. It was here in Storyville where Lulu would carry out much of her activities over the next 20 years. Prostitution was regulated here, much like any other industry. Sex workers registered with the city by purchasing what was known as a blue book for 25 cents, through which they advertised their services and were able to operate legally. Lulu was arguably the individual in New Orleans who profited the most from the creation of Storyville as a neighborhood where prostitution could be practiced legally. Her activities in this regard are synonymous with- Hi, this is Mark Blood, Senator Promise in Newtown, Connecticut. Sorry, I just will not bend to YouTube's will. While there were many brothels and parlors in Storyville, Mahogany Hall was believed to be the most lavish of all of them. Located at 235 Basin Street, it was a mixed-race brothel which employed somewhere in the region of 40 prostitutes at a given time. Mahogany Hall was built at Lulu's direction at an enormous cost of $40,000. It was a four-story brothel with 15 rooms with private baths and five parlors. The rooms were lined with mirrors and mahogany furnishings and surfaces, while marble flooring was used in the common areas, along with a winding staircase and even an elevator. Thus, nice. Mahogany Hall was built to the highest standard and clearly identified itself as being for the wealthier clientele from the beginning. While Lulu had amassed a significant amount of money herself in the 1880s and 1890s, the amount of money involved in the brothel's construction, which would be well in excess of $1 million in today's money, was considerable, and it seems likely that she had the financial backing of business or political interests in the city as well to aid her. After opening its doors in the early 1900s, Mahogany Hall quickly began to generate enormous amounts of money. Lulu lived lavishly in tandem, purchasing the finest clothing and jewellery, and acting as the host of the establishment. Such was the extent of her expenditure 
that she became known as the Diamond Queen of the Demimond, and would often appear as a host at Mahogany Hall wearing a red wig topped with a tiara. Okay, this is this is a clip from the movie Bella the Night. This is Mae West. So she was the, this is the character she was playing, Lulu, in that movie. And brandishing diamond rings on every finger. The services offered at Mahogany Hall were advertised through the blue book and a separate red book, and brochures distributed at Lulu's behest. Thus, we find the listing for number 235 North Basin Street in the early 1910s, which lists Lulu's name at the top of every entry for the address, and then lists Annie Stone, Emma Sears, Irene March, Corinne Valerie, and so forth. Lulu, who by this time did not work as a prostitute herself, but solely as Madame of Mahogany Hall, also turned the venue into one of the most noted jazz venues in New Orleans. During the 1900s and 1910s, early jazz pioneers such as Jelly Roll Morton and Joel King Oliver, the latter of whom would later mentor the great Louis Armstrong, played at Mahogany Hall. Armstrong himself was born in the neighborhood in 1901 and later immortalized Lulu's brothel in the title of the song, Mahogany Hall Stomp. Lulu's business ventures and activities eventually extended beyond Mahogany Hall and prostitution. For instance, in 1912, she used some of the profits from Mahogany Hall to open a saloon called Lulu White Saloon at 1200 Bienville Street on the corner of Basin Street and just a stone's throw away from Mahogany Hall. In 1906, she also headed out west for a time to California. Here she demonstrated her shrewd business sense by investing in the emerging industry of filmmaking, which was in its first stages of development in a place called Hollywood on the outskirts of the city of Los Angeles. What? However, while that's she- the original Hollywood sign. It said Hollywood land. That's, yeah, that's the original sign. Woof. Okay, nostalgia. She had spotted the potential of the industry. Her efforts to acquire one of the largest film studios which was being developed here came to naught as she was undercut by a business partner who betrayed her while acting as her agent in California after she returned to Louisiana. The failure to acquire a stake in one of Hollywood's large studios in the mid-1900s was just the first of several setbacks which Lulu suffered business-wise in the 1900s and 1910s. Eventually, Storyville was shut down by the government during the First World War. Following America's entry into the war in 1917, the US Navy deployed most of its resources to port cities like New Orleans. The Secretary of War, Newton Baker, became concerned that prostitution there was distracting troops bound for Europe, and so in late 1917, he pressured the municipal government into rescinding the 1897 law concerning Storyville. Thus, prostitution effectively became an underground trade yet again in New Orleans in 1917. Mahogany Hall declined sharply thereafter as its business activities became illicit. The building went into a period of steady decline and was eventually sold in 1929 for $11,000, mm. a fraction of the 40000 it had been built for, especially when inflation is taken into account. The plush interior had evidently diminished considerably over the years as the new owner, a local department store owner, used what had been New Orleans' most upmarket brothel as a storage room for a shop. This was not Lulu's only headache from a business perspective. In 1919, the United States Congress passed the Volstead Act, which paved the way for the prohibition of alcohol in America yeah, in 1920. Yeah, right, yeah. Thus, Lulu's other major business, her saloon on Bienville Street, also had to change its business model in 1920. She turned it into an establishment selling soft drinks. Evidently, she did not accept these new realities easily. We have a mugshot of Lulu after she was arrested Oof. in 1920. Listen, <laughs> ah shit, that's a hard looking woman, Brielle. I'm just saying. I mean, shoot, that is a hard look. I mean, she had a hard life, but shit, bruh. Uh, whoo. Good lord. Okay, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Here we find a woman 
who was probably in her late 50s or even her early 60s, suggesting that she was indeed born sometime prior to 1868, as speculated earlier. Yet, every setback can create an opportunity. Like a great many other former saloon owners and poor vase of alcohol, Lulu Headley became a bootlegger in the 1920s, producing alcohol, primarily in the shape of spirits like rum and whiskey, in illegal steals in New Orleans and the wider state of Louisiana. While her operation was clearly not as great as Al Capone in Chicago or Lucky Luciano and Mayor Langsey in New York and New Jersey, Lulu became a significant figure in the Louisiana crime world, created by the Prohibition. She was monitored by the authorities, and while they repeatedly arrested her and charged her bootlegging and quote, running a disorderly house, nothing ever stuck, and she managed to avoid any lengthy incarceration. Exactly what happened to Lulu Hendley in the end, like much of her earlier life, is shrouded in mystery. <laughs> Some historians in New Orleans believe that she died in 1931, at the residence of another former madame in the city, Willie Piazza. However, there is conflicting evidence on this, and a bank teller at the National Bank of New Orleans later testified that a Lulu White had made a large withdrawal from the financial establishment in 1941. Mm. If nothing else, this testifies to the manner in which Lulu Hendy became one of the legendary figures of early 20th century New Orleans. Conversely, Mahogany Hall was eventually demolished in the 1940s, though the first floor of Lulu Saloon on Bienville Street is still standing today as much as it was when the Madame of Mahogany Hall first built her business empire here. Lulu's life has been portrayed in popular culture on several occasions. As the New Orleans historian Al Rose noted in his 1970 book on Storyville, the character of Mae West from the 1934 film Belle of the 90s was clearly inspired by Lulu, but owing to the pervasive racism of American society at the time, any racial references were removed from the film. Numerous subsequent films down to the 1970s had characters which were also based on her. Thank you everyone for watching this video on wow, Lulu White. Wow, that's awesome. See, so we got, we got biracials, temping biracials. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes, I'm just curious as, as to uh, how she would, the, the the selection standards you know what i'm saying i'm just i i want to know more about the selection standards of the women that she chose to work there um oh the tragic octoroon trope in uncle tom's cabin i remember that part okay tragic octoroons Yeah. Okay. Okay. Da, 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 da. Okay, so what is that increase her value? Okay, so White's assertion that West Indian provenance left her race ambiguous. It also increased her value because when it came to women, West Indian signified sublime and ineffable beauty seemingly created by the mixture of races and the environment. New Orleans writer uh, Lafcadio Hearn described a type as certainly among the most beautiful women of the human race. Uh, antebellum travelers to New Orleans rhapsodize at great length about the beauty of New Orleans quadroons. Some of these women participated in a kind of institutionalized concubinage whereby they entered contracts with white men. The terms of the contract 
uh vary with the value of the lady in the market the female creoles of color were thus imagined as quasi free tragic octoroons instead of being fated to sexual slavery these women were thought to pass their life in a prostitution okay that's the first okay story story um okay okay wow 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 see well you you like bright just wreaking havoc wherever y'all go wherever y'all go just wreaking havoc Right, that's it that's it that's all i got magazine is empty y'all magazine is empty empty all right all right that was a nice little uh you know what i'm saying that was cool oh, come on now don't do this don't do this okay all right no don't do that no okay focus focus don't make me whatever it's towards the end all right I'm out of here. Uh, wait, what? Another grandma's hat. See, see, see. I'm gone. <laughs> Thank y'all to everybody. Thank you to Roz and, and, and Char Willie for donating tonight. I'm out of here. Um, I got to go finish watching my movies and find some else to eat because I'm hungry. So, yeah, tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah, we'll, we'll do something tomorrow. So, yeah, so with that being said, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all night. Peace.